0: Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. This is Zach. This is Stuart. And this is a book club episode. This is book club episode number 29. I I got off uh, a number. Uh, Originally, I think I said last episode that this would be book club number 30. My notes app um, Mm -hmm. reordered everything so that there were two number twos.
1: (laughs) Well, you know,
0: I think the audience will forgive you. yeah Uh, yeah, i just feel bad about wrong wrong information if
1: that's (laughs) the only thing we're wrong about then i call that a success
0: (laughs) that's pretty generous of you to think that's the only thing we're wrong about. (laughs) hey i'm never wrong but don't Uh, quote me (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, this episode, uh, this is uh, a continuation from a few years ago, actually, when we covered yeah. uh, Ernest Klein's Ready Player One. Uh, this time we're talking about the sequel, Ready Player Two.
1: Yeah, and while I was actually doing some research on this book, I found out that he actually was writing this book while working on the movie. And oh, that yeah. Of, that kind of inspired him to write this book. I don't think yeah. it was it was planned. Like, I don't think it was in his sort of like roadmap of what he wants to do with this world. It was just like, Oh, this is taking off a
0: little bit. Time to write a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's exactly the sense that I got. And honestly, like. Oh, and and
1: spoilers, spoilers ahead. Spoilers, of course. Oh yeah. Um, There's
0: always spoilers on this
1: (laughs) because boy, do I want to talk about the ending
0: uh yeah let's well we we can well get no there. no i'm
1: saying when um, we get
0: there because i'm i've got i've got gripes with the ending i've got gripes do you okay so this is going to be interesting because um mm-hmm. well, just and just so everyone knows like this is a more recent one like this came out um oh yeah it came out uh, in 2020 20 yeah 2020 so yeah. um you know, due to th- I think a lot of it was due to the popularity of the first book. Um yes. I have my gripes with the first book, but it yes. um it debuted at number one on the Times bestseller list. Um but you know what's interesting about that is that I was looking and this book was almost mm. universally panned by critics and has really negative reception from them. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um which because... I don't put a whole lot of stock into because like we We've got, I've gotten some feedback recently that I think is bullshit. But um, oh, really? Yeah. So some some people. It came up on one of the episodes uh, with with Richard where we were discussing critics. And oh yeah. yeah. I largely, you know me. I yes. largely think yes. that critics are bullshit. Like yes. criticism is almost entirely useless because I mean, what it usually. Is-
1: in the eye of the beholder
0: exactly well and like like what it usually boils down to is i like this and this is why yes, yes. but that doesn't i mean that doesn't really translate <laughs> 100 <No, laughs> percent, right no, like can... the, no no two people have the exact same interests and the exact same thing right yeah yeah um but i just think it's very funny that this this managed to sell so tremendously well <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And the people who are paid to, you know, be, be the the talking heads behind it are just like, nah, it's no, it's no good. Um because yeah. spoilers, again, like I said, uh previously I, I really like, I, I think um Ready Player One is the only book that I've given an F to. Yeah,
1: yeah, which is interesting. Um, um because I chose this book before reading this book. So you know, we we do this um this book report and everything along those lines. Usually we'll choose a book that we've already read or one of us have has already read. Mm-hmm. Um this was a book that was on my list and I was like, oh, I'll just I'll I'll knock it out and uh do it for the podcast and uh two birds with one stone. So so I'm going to be interested to see what your grade is.
0: Well, so i'm I'm gonna be honest like with spoilers Mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna reveal the grade yet um i honestly prefer this one drastically to the first one really i i do i and and it's funny i um you know when i because the first one we were talking about in the 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 first coverage for the first Mm -hmm. book it um it it played well with readers and with critics and there were a lot of blurbs about it and it was positive positive. Yeah, and I didn't really like it. And then I saw that this was very critically panned, and I was like, "Hmm, well, I like this now." And surprisingly enough, I, I did enjoy this one.
1: <laughs> well, it's interesting because I didn't enjoy it as much as the first one.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, what um, what what were the what were your your um issues with it? So, the first.
1: So at the beginning of the book, it it starts off like Wade is still a a pretty much a bad character. Like Wade yeah. is still, <laughs> you know. And and unfortunately, I don't think his character ever gets any better. No.
0: No. Yeah. No.
1: And, you know, it's it's kind of hard because like in the first book, he's he's panned as like Uh, basically a um obsessed person of pulp culture and things along those lines and he has no sort of social interaction skills and i like that like you know as the story progresses he sort of gets a little bit more like worldly knowledge but i guess with like the um uh, absolute power that he gets, he becomes even just more of like a dick. I mean, there's a lot of like times when he's arguing with the um the group,
0: the um high fives, and yeah. it's just like for I, no real reason. Yeah, either. like he's he's very yeah. clearly in the wrong, and it's like he <laughs> digs in even yeah. further. <laughs> yeah, and
1: it's just like I don't think there was any sort of growth like he's still kind of an an asshole at the very beginning or at the very end
0: yeah no so so and it it, well it's funny you bring that up because like that's that's one of the things that i picked up on with this like just kind of reading between the lines and kind of trying to figure out what what like what the impetus other than you know making a shit ton of money on advance like yeah. an author would have to write a yeah. sequel to a, to a hugely successful novel. And like, I don't know. I feel like in this one, if you read between the lines and read how Wade acts, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that there's, there's some level of like an acknowledgement from the author of, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go so far as to say his own personal failings, but I feel like, I feel like Wade in the first book was very much written as an an author stand-in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so I feel like you know he he can't possibly have ignored all of the criticisms of that character. Yeah. Um. And so I feel like he kind of revisited that and worked worked through some issues and reapproached the material in a new way. Hmm. Um. And and I feel like this is kind of an attempt to remedy that, like because if uh, if there was any sort of like i don't know
1: growth or or just something something well there's there like, is
0: no character growth yeah. um uh so so like the and and what i'm picking up on with when i say that is that it, you know this is kind of a it's kind of like he's starting in a very difficult place because this character starts off like usually you have to have to uh, struggle with the character mm-hmm. i guess let me reframe yeah, well, this so but this he starts everything yeah he starts off with all the money yeah. and all the power and he's in a, a, a complete like like level of of uh like he 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 holds dominion over all of this right yeah. <laughs> like and so it's real difficult to start a novel where it's like okay how's this character going to change well, for the better he's already awesome <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that's the thing is like absolute power corrupts like you know right it, it, there's a lot of angles that you can work at and it just it's just hard to see some of the same pitfalls that the first book had that gets carried over by the second book like yeah i i think that you know the um it just the women representation in the book is not super great still where it could have, you know, yeah. from the previous book because the previous book was a bit cringy on that. Right.
0: Well, um, and, and it, then, Oh, Oh, well, so I was just going to, to interject a little bit and say that, honestly, I think that's, that's a hundred percent the plot of this. Like I, I think that he's, um or not not the plot the point of this is that he's focused on uh you know just the 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 top the toxicity of fandom culture and the misogyny that kind of gets wrapped around there sometimes and why it's harmful but i don't think he's i don't don't think he addresses it yeah yeah (laughs) but i mean like that's the world that he's created is that like you know in the first book he sets up the society where Everyone is obsessed with with the pop Whatever. culture that we yeah. largely have today. Mm-hmm. Um like nothing no one is obsessed with anything like new or anything. You yeah, know? nothing news it's, come out. Yeah, it's a very, well, very referential book. And mm-hmm. so like I feel like this one is is uh fundamentally similar. Um yeah. in that in that a lot of the dialogue focuses uh and is written like here's this reference and then the reader goes oh i know that reference and then the book explains what that reference is even though you know it. and so the book feels like it's mansplaining to you while you're reading it (laughs) kind of and it goes into a
1: lot of details like i actually had to sit down this book when they went to the um tolkien world Mm -hmm. where it was just like i i know this i i i got it Life. i mean
0: i'm not gonna lie i when i was when i was reading it there there are sections of this book where i was just like uh okay i'm familiar with that name i'm just gonna skip ahead a skip couple it. paragraphs." okay yep yeah, i know that no. one too um i can figure out what he's doing on this world and then like 10 pages later i'm like okay good i, <laughs> I did and not read every single line in this book <laughs>
1: which i i feel kind of like subtracts from if i'm good and and just yeah. like and i don't know it it felt like things could have been a little bit more like so it felt like things were a little bit more far-fetched in yeah. in the way of like oh and now an ai's come in and you know yeah. it's, it's this new way of exploring <laughs> the oasis with this like neuro thing but don't stay in there too long or you might die and it's like <laughs> i, I did, don't know i, I feel did like they
0: bring up um the the what is is it, it's uh it's sos right yeah did, did yeah. they bring that up in the first vote? no i don't think they did no they didn't okay yeah no i didn't think that they did because i was like I'm pretty sure he talks about being in the Oasis for like days at a time yeah. in the first one. Well,
1: well, because it's not the new technology, this new technology, right? and, yeah, no, no, yeah. you and
0: stuff like that. Right. And, and I would think that it would still be like somewhat similar, you know, yeah. like I would feel like you, you would like, well break at some point.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. And like uh, the way that they describe this like neuro link thing, I, I don't think it's well described. Like, I'm not sure if it's, like, sort of, like, a, um, a matrix or, like, it's linking straight into your, like, umbilical, you, you know, your, um, your body, or if it's just, like, little pads that are on your head, sort of, like, uh, sort of online, sort of weird deal stuff, and then it gets to the point of, like, well, if you die in the game, you die in real life, sort of deal, and it's, like, uh, it's, in
0: which takes out all of the reason that people would be playing a game yeah yeah i mean (laughs) uh, and again um
1: sword art online kind of talks about this i'm sure other media beforehand talked about that too but it's like when you die in the game, you die in
0: real life. There was but some... see, Sword Art Online is constructed a little bit differently because that—that's the result of a terrorist action. That's not something people like just signed into up for. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, if you die in this, um, you're dead in real life. Yeah. <laughs> people are just kind of stuck in there. Yeah. Would you? Would you want to play that game? Oh, fuck would you me. be like, yeah. Yeah. no, absolutely not? <laughs> You'd
1: be like, get me out of here, like. I didn't sign up for this kind of bull crap.
0: No, no. Like I, and I, well, and it's funny. I don't know how they would, um, like, cause so make money. So to me, well, no, to me, what that implies is that there's either one, no way for them to limit the power coming from these headsets. Yeah. In which case, why would it not randomly kill someone? Um, (laughs) but if they are able to do that, then that means that the headset is actively killing people. Like, they're they're having to take the action to kill people. Yeah. It's like, you die so, in game. Time to inject you with legal. Yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna to release just enough uh, electrical overload to kill this person on purpose. Yeah. So, like, who would want to make that technology? Who and would I mean, be like, well, like, at that point, it's like, well, why not? Like, I feel like you could save way more money. Also, I'm, I'm saying like a lot because I had to take some cold medicine because my allergies are acting up. And that's the only way I can get sinus stuff. But okay. um, so my brain is skipping a little bit. But the, okay. the yeah, so so I feel like they could change. They, they could uh, save more money if they were to just go, OK, who signed up to play this game? OK. Uh, we're gonna dispatch a kill team to their house <laughs> and just take them out.
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't. Know. So yeah, so, well that, and then like, um, so the big bad ends up being like this, um, AI, um, that yeah. is an AI who, um, that is basically, um. Uh, what's his face's avatar? Um, the oh, uh, Hal- uh, Halliday, yeah, yeah, and like it can, like, because there was this one time when like it hacked into the plane that um Artemis was riding in and like tried to crash it to kill her because she was the only one smart enough to be like, you know what, I'm going to use old technology because that new technology it's killing you.
0: I, I can't remember Which, or not. Maybe, maybe you remember this. Did he wedge a Battlestar Galactica reference into into that? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I feel yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, he would have had to, right? <laughs> and, and just like, it, it yeah, it just. And
1: the thing was, so they also meet up. So they're trying to collect shards instead of doing like the mm-hmm. keys. It's like the shards that are like end up being Holiday's, like, wife incarnate in AI sort of deal. Yeah, and, it's um, real unclear. The thing, it it kind of is. And the thing is, like, so when they were looking for the keys in the in the first book, you know, they have this sort of, like, jevity of, like, oh, you know, we're making jokes, we're cracking around, we're goofing off because, like, you know, we don't actually think we're going to do it. Like, it's a very much of a tone of an underdog of like, oh, you know, we're we're just kind of goofing because like, this is the thing that we want to do. They still have that sort of like goofy attitude, but like all of humanity's on the line like yeah the stakes like are, are a little bit higher yeah this one. like, and like by like several you can't, magnitude. <laughs> yeah and you can't sort of like there is a i don't know a seriousness a, like a stoicness that sort of like needs to be portrayed but isn't but i understand because uh you want to throw in your jokes for a good writing and everything like that but just i don't know it breaks yeah the, uh, i don't know it's just it's hard. It and breaks they, the immersion. Yeah, of uh, just like <laughs> ironically, and, <laughs> and, and, and and it really like hurts a lot of the um, the arguments because they're arguing about like bullshitty sort of like high school kind of shit about like who yeah, likes it's like, who dude, you're, and
0: you're the and richest it's like you're, man on the planet
1: and you're trying to save the world. So it just it got it got annoying. Like the only. You know what I would have loved? I would have loved a book about the low five. The low five seemed really cool, <laughs> which was the other team. It was yeah. the, um, so the high five got their name because they were the top five uh, players on the uh, scoreboard. It was Wade. It was the um, brothers. Um, I forget their name. Um, it was Artemis. And then it was uh, H. Um wade's buddy yeah yeah and um the low five were all these other folks and it's interesting because like so like some of them and i i think i know what the author was trying to do the author was trying to be very inclusive in like Diversity and everything along those lines, but it seems you use diversity for just like diversity's <laughs> sake. Like they mentioned oh, you know, I'm androgynous,
0: and then it never yeah. gets brought up again. Yeah, it's it, it seems pandering, um, kind of and at least kind of condescending and just kind of like a, a blatant attempt at cashing in on on like woke culture. If you want, yeah, to say well, that. I mean, I, I, I don't want to say that because too many mm-hmm. people are saying it, but like, oh, well, this, this, yeah, this, this, sorry. This, this I didn't mean to use it in that kind of like term or anything. along. Well, like those the lines. way he's, he's but done like, it. You're right. Like, cause I, I know you and I know what you're saying, but, but like yeah. the, like it, it seems. Well, I like want to just, very... oh,
1: I want to reiterate because some people don't know me and don't yeah. know what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be like any sort of crazy person along those lines. Um Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, a lot of people are trying to use it as a a actual uh, story point, but never use the story point. It's yeah, just like mainly they don't. There for flair, like yeah. as a personal trait, like, oh, this person's tall. Oh, this person's you know androgynous, and and you know, if it doesn't come into the story at all, then it's like
0: yeah because it's it's very like i i reading it i was like okay i can see if if like i have enough empathy to be like okay now wait a minute like if i were a person that he's trying to include into this by mm-hmm. including this character i would feel very offended because it's very like it's very blatant and grasping and yeah
1: It's It's just—it's obvious. It's obviously
0: pandering to to an audience rather than actually doing anything that includes that in a positive way in the story. It's just like, oh yeah, this character is here and this is them. Which I mean, on one hand, is good because then it it kind of normalizes it of like, okay, this is this is this character and you can kind of envision them. Yeah, but then on the other hand, it's like, well like are we going to talk about their experience in this what is effectively a real world online world all the time because i'm sure it's not great <laughs> yeah
1: and, and that's kind of where i'm getting at is like i really would have loved more of a story about the low five the low five seem a lot more interesting when introduced than you know the main or the um high five and maybe that's probably or not maybe it is probably because i already know about the high five
0: well and like you bring up a and this isn't me like like describing fan fiction or whatever but like in Mm -hmm. my opinion if if i were writing this book like piggybacking off what you've just said Mm -hmm. rather than writing about the heroes of the last book like you've seen where their story takes them yeah like you can envision whatever you want after that like Maybe Ready Player Two doesn't involve any of the same characters any of the as the hu-
1: first one. I, exactly. Like, maybe maybe you write
0: about the low Five, like you said, or yeah. some other group, or like change it into like expanded universe Star Wars stuff, where it's like, okay, yeah, now we're following these characters and they're hunting down like yeah. people who are trying to restart the Sixers or whatever. Or, or maybe like,
1: yeah, and and Wade can be a very like far fetched sort of thing. You can still see that. You know, he's a broken character and everything along. Those or not
0: lines, even but. included. Like, because at this point, if you're just a random user, like you're
1: not going to see, yeah.
0: You know, when Steve Jobs was alive, apparently he would he would uh randomly jump onto help calls and like <laughs> like like interact with people who were calling yeah. in about issues with their Apple products and be like, Hi, this is Steve Jobs. Sorry, we're backed <laughs> up. Um, and it would freak people out because what ceo in their right mind does that yeah but like (laughs) you know he he would be so so far distanced from from regular characters i would be 100 percent fine with maybe if he wants to like i said if if my read on it is correct that he's he's writing this from a place of like i can see how the first book maybe the characters weren't as great let me Mm -hmm. let me Make amends for it. It's like, okay, yeah. start with a new character start because new I characters. already don't like this kid who is the wealthiest person on the planet. Yeah. And well, he's now just he's the wealthiest. keeping like... his money. Yeah.
1: I... <laughs> well, they
0: did tr- start a charity, I think. I think. Ah, that's mentioned. bullshit. Like, he's yeah. the richest person <laughs> on the planet, even with the charities. <laughs> yeah. So, um,
1: so yeah, those are kind of my <laughs> gripes. And then, and then at the very end, um, I think it's it's revealed that the ai isn't actually an ai it's somebody um playing behind the scenes if i remember correctly
0: uh yes yeah okay yeah which again
1: is weird and everything and it ends up where like everybody starts dying like they start killing off main characters and you're like oh okay um so there's some stakes here and um uh, yeah but not really even they though never Wade, change <laughs> Well there's stakes but like wade's like doesn't i i don't know i i never got the feeling of like this sense of loss but maybe i wasn't reading into it but then at the very yeah. end um they get all the shards um and uh the wife of um holiday shows up and basic was like hey I have this resurrection staff um, you can resurrect everybody who died since most of humanity died but they're not going in their real bodies they're going to be digital copies of each other and also we can resurrect people who who died a long time ago who still got hooked up in the Oasis because I believe um uh Mrs. uh mother or grandmother who died of a disease
0: yeah her grandmother yeah she was
1: like i'm all right because resurrection staff even though i'm a digital copy of myself which they don't touch on which must be like i don't know if i was a digital copy of something and i didn't have like a physical body it would would make kind of
0: it would make sense for them to it would make sense for them to um have a digital copy if they had this thing like the new headset mm-hmm. basically where it um, can like scan your brain and because like yeah that. like that's effectively what it's doing is it's like oh okay it's making a, an ai based on this Well, that was the thing print. was they were like oh
1: ai's you know it's actually not an ai it's an actual person behind it and then they're like but we can resurrect people and put people's minds in, in no but i mean
0: that's yeah but that's still an ai that like yeah I mean, I it, that's that's a much larger philosophical discussion to have. But like, all, all I'm saying is it. like,
1: and the gloss. Well, they don't gloss over it. They leave it for a for sort of like a, a a cliffhanger for book number three.
0: Surprise, guys! You're you're tuning into this, and we're going to spend the next three hours talking about um, consciousness <laughs> and <laughs> the singularity. <laughs> But no, like it would have I've been I've seen good. that Black
1: Mirror before. I've seen that Black Mirror
0: before. Uh, yeah, that that sounds like
1: heaven. I mean, it is a Black Mirror. It's uh, I, old yeah. people downloading their
0: brain. No, no, I I says, know it's San Junipero. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, I I love it. It's probably one of my favorite Black Mirror episodes. <laughs> it's it's scary as hell. Yeah, uh, it would is. Would you? Would you download? I, I mean. Your brain? Oh, no, yeah. I think really talk we've talked about this. We've talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, this was an episode. No. This is a long episode. Yeah, that that was one that you had like <laughs> even though we weren't in the same room, I feel like you had a visceral reaction of disgust. I'm just like, nah. <laughs> nah. Uh-uh. <laughs> that ain't me. Yeah. That well, ain't me. Well, like this, the 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 you're right, like the the rod of resurrection that they have. Um <laughs> I I, I don't know what they like what what the distinction is between AI and not AI but digital person. Yeah. If it brings someone back without a physical body. Like no, you were I saying. Mean, just to jump us back on the same rail. That's that's what they were saying, that they did not it was it was basically
1: a digital copy in the Oasis.
0: Yeah. 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 Well and and like in but in the real world what that means is that he puts all of these people on his spaceship called yeah. the Vonnegut yeah and sends them to Proxima Centauri yeah which i i got to jump in because Vonnegut is probably one of my favorite authors yeah um, Kurt vonnegut i feel like he thinks that he is um honoring that author by naming a spaceship the Vonnegut ah I have a pretty good idea that, like, on one hand, Vonnegut's Vanity would be like... <laughs> I? Yeah, I have my name in there. On the other hand, he would probably be like, but it's ridiculous bullshit. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, that was a question that I wanted to ask you because I'm not super into music. How was the whole Prince, like, error? Like, did that get your jam up or...? Um,
0: No, really, it, it kind of irritated <laughs> me because, like, so prince is a is a a a really really um is a really unique artist and he has had lots of different kind of phases through his career so i can see where the instinct would be to be like yeah we're gonna have him fight seven versions of this character but it's like (laughs) I don't know. I feel like there are better ways of honoring your liking something than turning them into the villain, where they've you've turned them into, like, comic book villain. Yeah, yeah. I Like, it just, it's so dis... like, this book is so disrespectful. Like, I like it better than the first one, but it's still not
1: great. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, you gave um, the last one an F, so I'm going to be interested to see, uh... Yeah. Your- what your jam is for this one yeah I mean Um,
0: it's it's um i don't know it it kind of clings more closely to the the uh lit rpg roots of of this book and i i think it's even classified as a lit rpg book a lit rpg yeah have you never read one of those no oh so they're um a lot of times they're like um isekai Mm. but uh yeah the first like technically you could classify like the old like fighting fantasy type books um as lit rpg like mainstream they've only been around for the past like 10 years or so ish um where the characters have like It's not choose your own adventure like fighting fantasy because fighting fantasy is much more of like a choose your own adventure style role playing game.
1: Okay.
0: Um, Lit RPG is literally like a narrative book that um, as you're reading through, like the characters will be characters in a video game and they'll have stats and like they'll multi class and and things like that. Oh, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah, it's an interesting literary genre that's like. a a recent one like it's it's very rare that there's an entire a whole ass genre that pops up yeah (laughs) you know yeah but just like it's it's not like it's classified as one but it's it's really not um Mm -hmm. yeah i this this book like the references come at a at a um disrespectful rate i think like i think he really just wanted to work prince into this book and be like yeah here's this prince reference yeah you know he did the bat dance song
1: yeah and yeah
0: man yeah i know he did bat dance (laughs) like
1: and i can understand sort of like yeah prince was in both like music and movies and stuff like that but like
0: well like he had he was in two movies um Uh uh, yeah like i wouldn't really call him an actor (laughs) like he did um uh what is a purple rain and uh under the cherry moon okay which under the cherry moon is surprisingly good people Mm -hmm. give it a lot of shit but it's a it's an enjoyable movie he he like in all of or in both of the movies that he's in he plays um a musician (laughs) because but yeah no like he's he's a really good musician and yeah it would have been good to hear him i don't know talk about maybe some of the things that he liked about prince's career other than bat dance and the famous poster of him posed you know just in that long looking like a delicious hunk of meat Um. yeah yeah
1: i don't don't know i just it was it was a hard read for me like i i'll be honest it was a fairly
0: hard read for me so okay i don't know yeah yeah i mean it's it, it goes back to i think what you were saying is that that you know wade is just kind of a fundamentally unlikable character
1: yeah um and just like the stakes never feel as as heavy as they are supposed to feel yeah like, i mean even i never when they were... oh. oh go ahead no no you
0: oh uh yeah so so like even when they were killing off major characters I didn't trust this book to like actually have that be a thing that impacted it, like in any way that mattered. Like I figured yeah. that it would be like, oh, I have this resurrection scroll or something. Yeah, <laughs> at the did. end, I I, like, I was oh, really close like... to calling it. <laughs> yeah, you were. Um, but yeah, no, like I, I I honestly I want to know why anyone if you were going into the oasis mm-hmm. and you are fighting in a game
1: mm-hmm. where
0: you're getting shot and shit
1: yeah
0: um why would you wear a haptic headset one um two if it were me the only time i would ever use that if it is if i were visiting fuck planet or something like there is no (laughs) reason for me to put that on if i'm like playing a first person shooter or a role-playing game or something yeah you would put on that old (laughs) shit that you know Yeah, it's like oh yeah no like i don't want to feel anything yeah
1: (laughs) i just want to be virtual reality into something
0: yeah like i'm sure that there's a weird disconnect and that that like the reason they wanted to do it is because like they're they're the the you know hardcore gamers or whatnot but like i, I don't know it just Artemis, seems like a bad idea well, the Artemis idea <laughs> was like nah i'm not doing
1: like that was one of their arguments was her being yeah. like we should not use this technology or release this technology because they end up releasing it and it becomes kind of like you know the uh standard go-to right
0: yeah 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 because, yeah, there's, there's like, a time jump. I think it's, like, three or four years or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it's, I don't know. I, I
0: feel like this this book's a bit of a mess. Okay. Well, yeah. do you want to, did you have anything, any other issues with it that you wanted to bring up? I mean, I feel like I've been just <laughs> yelling out about the issues. Uh,
1: there, uh, There was good points to this book. I mean... I don't want to be all doom and gloom and everything with the book. Um there were enjoyable moments where like when they were on the search and yeah. everything along those lines. It it was it was fun. It reminded me of the old book where they were trying to do like investigation about uh the 80s basically, which which felt nice. Yeah. Um it felt very like akin to the the previous iteration of everything mm. but still it was just like i i just it was hard <laughs> yeah it just it, it was it was difficult to get invested because no one seemed like they were invested
0: yeah yeah that's a that's a fairly accurate um assessment i i Feel like I'm a little bit more positive on this one, surprisingly, just okay. because I, I feel like it's well, like I said earlier, I, I feel like it, in some way he's cu- trying to make an attempt to adjust mm-hmm. kind of expectations mm-hmm. for his character, and maybe he's just not able to, or um, you know, whatnot. But <clears throat> I, I feel like the especially with the, the Anorak AI and stuff. Yeah. I feel like that that was a plot beat for him to to bring up, you know, a lot of the toxicity and misogyny that's yeah. that's that's I harmful think... about digital environments, especially today. Yeah, but uh, yeah. But also, um, one of the other
1: subjects it. that I kind of uh, missed was like the first book talked heavy about like prover- poverty and like debtors' prisons, basically, and yeah. um, people kind of. Um, Losing all their money in the Oasis—that's not really mentioned much in in this uh, iteration.
0: I mean, of course not, Stuart. You've forgotten—he's the richest man on Earth now. What does he? Oh, right. Shit about. That's (laughs) not his problem. That's not his problem. (laughs) That's right. He should just um,
1: go and buy Twitter. Yeah,
0: that gives Hot people takes. an idea of Hot when takes. we're recording this. But yes, Elon Musk just bought Twitter. Hot um, takes, right here. Man, I have. So on a tangent, no, we don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to do this. No. Well, I just on a tangent. I just want to say it's very funny to me that. Um like uh, my wife and i were watching through uh a rain right which which uh uh takes mm-hmm. place during mary queen of scots like like i think it's 1500s france mm. right yeah and there's a recurrence of the black plague like there was in real life yeah and there are people behaving in bizarre ways that when she was watching it before this was pre-pandemic and yeah. then now in the post-pandemic it's like, <laughs> oh, wow people are just being real dumb and it's like yeah, yeah, that's that's believable yeah. now. That's yeah. believable. Uh, <laughs> I can see but, that. But it's always funny to see things react or reflected because, like, this entire book is just one big cape for Wade. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, you would not believe the amount of accounts that I've gotten booted off of Twitter in the past few days for yelling at people caping for Elon Musk about how <laughs> this is all a very good idea, and it's totally not. Uh... It's t- maybe. Maybe I'm wrong uh, because by the time this comes out, the, the, the whole thing will come to fruition. But he claims he wants Twitter. What I suspect is actually going on is that he's <laughs> liquidating his stock in Tesla to pay for it, which means a CEO, when you're liquidating stock, your your uh, price drops. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, at which Tesla's point price has already dropped a bit. It dropped it's, from like
0: 5,000 uh, yeah, down
1: to 800.
0: Oh, it hasn't hit 800 yet. Uh, if it hits 800, yet. it it, um, it actually triggers a margin call, which means he has to pony up more money. So if he just keeps liquidating stock, mm. he'll get that Tesla stock priced down low enough that he can then go, okay, I'm canceling this Twitter sale and then buy up a bunch of Tesla stock real cheap.
1: Real and just mm.
0: super, super increase his his. Uh, I mean, the dude is sneaky. Like he knows how. Yeah, to, like he's like, done business. this before. Like he knows used, how the business. Yeah, he's used Twitter to manipulate the stock market before. Yeah, I really hope the SEC nails him into a fucking cell. <laughs> mm, mm. Um, this time that won't happen because he's the richest man on earth but yes going back to the book <laughs> wade watts is the richest man the on richest earth man. why does he care about the the people living in the 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 debtor prisons yeah. yeah in, in debtor's prisons, prisons who cares where he was in in the first book where yeah, he, was only, he, he was, was only he was only in there for a while for a little bit though right
1: i think he was in there for about like two weeks three weeks to get into, yeah so uh, i mean
0: like he's yeah <laughs> he's fine uh, he's forgot <laughs> about that he's fine his his experience of those two weeks is probably his idea of what it is not the experience of someone who's in there for like 30 years 30, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> who basically
1: cannot pay their way out of their debt
0: well since we're um <laughs> since we're talking about Elon Musk now oh. what what oh, do you no, no. what do you rate this uh this oh. book I was just gonna use that as a segue to rate this okay. book <laughs> okay um so
1: I think I gave ready player one a C plus if I remember correctly uh,
0: let me see I have it on a spreadsheet uh, ready player one yes you gave it a C
1: yeah I'm going to give this one a d i oh, okay I, I don't so there are moments I don't think it was a waste that I read it, but I don't think I would recommend it to anyone because like <laughs> truly it just it it wasn't a book that was probably planned. I think it was a book that um was done to capitalize on the popularity of the movie at the moment
0: yeah and probably um um, yeah that's probably the case yeah so
1: I, i mean there are moments in that book that like i was like oh that's cool or you know um interesting i just if somebody was like hey should i read player one i'd be like all right yeah maybe but if somebody was like, oh, I read player one, should I read player two? I'd be like,
0: eh, there's other things that you can read. <laughs> what about yeah. you? Um, so I originally gave it an F. Uh, oh. The first one. The first oh, one yeah. an F. Yeah, 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 I originally gave the first one an F. Um. I bumped my grade up to also a D. Just a flat D. No plus or minus or anything. Just in the middle of the road. D? 65. Yep that's a d right
1: yeah i guess i don't know i haven't been
0: in school yeah i it's been it's been a minute since i've had to worry about a grade so yeah yeah a uh just middle of the road d um Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's more of the same like if you liked the first one you you might like this one depending on what you liked about it um yeah again this goes back to my initial argument that criticism is dumb and doesn't mean anything (laughs) yeah i feel like the letter grades kind of give a better idea um because like over the course of this episode you've heard stewart who <laughs> was a fan <laughs> of the first one not like it and me who really didn't like the first one come around and go eh, there's some there's some strong points in this some one more, that are, that yeah are, yeah there's some little bright shining spots um so yeah take that for what you will and yeah. um yeah
1: well and again if you did like this book hopefully we're not like raining on your parade like i know everyone's entitled to to like whatever
0: they like yeah
1: um just just personally i don't think i would pick this book up again and read it
0: yeah i mean the only the only issue i have is with people who like go out of their way to read like like far right talking points into things that obviously don't have them then it's like, okay, well, you're not entitled to like that anymore. <laughs> um, if you just honestly like this book, that's fine. I mean, that's, yeah, um, that's great. Shoot us an email at backroyysupershow at gmail.com and oh tell us gosh, why. i want to get
1: all the emails. I would, no, I'm
0: honestly curious what what things I may be missing. Because like I said, that's a yeah. D from someone who didn't read every single line of this because I saw a name from another property that he was referencing. And then mm. I just skipped a paragraph. You glazed over. no i didn't i actively skipped a paragraph it's not that i it's not that i dissociated it's that i actively skipped a paragraph
1: (laughs) that that token section was hard from the Salamarinian. it was just like uh okay
0: yeah yeah no i i can i can imagine that um just because i saw names that i recognized and it's like okay um yeah now there is a film adaptation coming out of this um is it going to be done by steel or spielberg so no (laughs) me me so this the word on the street for this (laughs) spielberg has not said yes or no um ernest klein who is apparently the most egotistical person on the planet um said that uh Uh, He said that it's the third hard, Ready Player One was the third hardest film he's ever made out of dozens and dozens of movies. So he doesn't know because he knows what he's getting into now. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think that, like, (laughs) I don't know Steven Spielberg. I've never met him or interacted with him. I don't think that he ranks things in his head like that. Yeah. one and if he does two i don't think that he shares that with the author of the thing that he's adapting yeah um now i we do know that ernest klein ranks things like that in his head like that sounds like a made-up line
1: yeah
0: to me like i i can't imagine that like with all the computer stuff out there which by the way we'll be talking about ready player one next ah, so I segue uh next the film segue. but um with all the tech out there now you you mean to tell me that ready player one was difficult for him uh on the same scale as having to invent new technology to make jaws and new technology to make jurassic park nah (laughs) nah nah (laughs) that's because I, I I'm pretty sure that that's what he's referencing is like, yeah, behind Jaws and Jurassic Park this is the hardest film I've ever made. and it's yeah. like mm, it's mm. a lot of digital landscapes guy. Yeah. It's, uh, but we'll uh, talk about uh, that next episode. We I just thought it was funny. Oh, the other thing I saw about the film adaptation of this one. the only line was that co-star Olivia Cook is contractually attached to return in sequels. Oh no. <laughs> so she is contractually she obligated to be there. Out. Nope. <laughs> she's Can't stuck <laughs> she's stuck in that oasis
1: <laughs> nice hey with all those other uh millions of people who are on the monican going to uh what was the...
0: oh the vonnegut going to proxima oh. centauri yeah. yeah yeah oh uh next book club book uh is my pick uh we're uh doing a, a an old book um i feel like we're we're trading off new book, old book, but uh, my pick is Arthur C. Clarke's Childhood's End from 1953. Yeah, Read it! Yeah. <laughs> Read it Bye. Bye.